from 1924 when he threw rocks around Ape Canyon. Down into the modern age, he's been a boon companion. Though many folks have seen him know, now none of them have held him. Or brought a decent hair sample to Dr. Jeffrey Meldrum. If you're walking through the woods one night and you see a vague footprint... Build a mold and cast that bitch, cause it could be a hit. But if you've never seen a Sasquatch, just seek and you will find. Because Bigfoot is a state of mind. Yes, Bigfoot is a state of mind. Hey everybody, welcome to the Hidden Zoo, where every week we make fun of an animal that probably doesn't exist. My name is Don, and with me as always is Blake. Hey, Don. Hi, Blake. And also with us, as always, is a rotating third spot guest. This week, it's my friend, Denise. Hi, Denise. Hello. So, Denise is going to be with us here for the next few episodes. Uh, and this week, it's my turn. And uh, so, um, I forget. <laughs> I forgot what? how my podcast works. Yeah. Help. Remember that one guy? Yeah, I remember. I asked him today. I was like, "Oh man, I can't play Dragon Quest Eleven and, and talk to you about it tonight because I have a podcast to record." Oh, whatever happened to my friend Ryan who used to record a podcast with me? And he said he's busy playing Dragon Quest Eleven. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's a good game. Well, I know it's a video game, but it's fun. it's a video game. It is a video on game on that Nintendo. No, well, not yet, anyway. My grandma always pronounced it pronounced it Nintendo. Nintendo, and I could, I could never correct her. Did 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 your parents and or grandparents always refer to the games as Nintendo tapes? <laughs> no, my that's yeah, a good one, though. Like that's a, really that's such a, a dad thing. A bunch of the adults that I thing. knew were like, "Oh, Nintendo tapes. Yeah, we'll get you the Mario tape." Like, no motherfucker. <laughs> Although a, mine usually did use the definite article, it was the Nintendo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It only took about 23 years, but I did finally get my mom to call the show The Simpsons, The Simpsons. What did she call it? <laughs> uh, Simpsons? No, she called it Bart Simpson. <laughs> A Simpson. No. Yeah, you know, one of The Simpsons. Uh-huh. I'm going to watch that show Bart Simpson. Kitty, but- get out of here. <laughs> like, I understand that if you're little. My little sister called... Um, shooting. There we go. Okay. My little sister called what the fuck um, Full House. She just called it Michelle, <laughs> but she was like three. Yeah, and she still calls it that. But also, I mean, that's what she called it when she was a kid. What also, yeah, but who gave a shit? It was terrible. yeah. Who gave a shit about the adults? No one cared. I called that show Kimmy Gibbler the best character. <laughs> <laughs> Annoying next door neighbor. The show. Yeah, I guess like everybody calls uh, Urkel Urkel. Yeah, because who remembers the rest of the show? That it was originally supposed to be a family drama about like race relations and <laughs> turned into bizarre sci-fi. How it's difficult to be, yeah. And then, <laughs> hey, and then uh, hey, Jaleel White took over the show. I, I remember some characters. I remember Waldo Geraldo Faldo. Yes. <laughs> was that on Family Matters? Yeah, for like yeah, it was three seasons. Is Eddie's best friend Waldo? I don't remember that. Waldo Faldo. I remember mm-hmm. that there were, I think, three distinct ways he could turn into Stefan. Yeah, there was the cool juice. There was cool juice. Transformation there chamber. A, there was a machine. Yeah. A transmogrifier like Calvin. <laughs> but he also used that to turn into, like, Bruce Lee. Use that for other, yeah. And there was Urkelbot. Uh-huh. 
Urkel oh. was dope. And then they traveled through time. Oh, man. That's, uh, Key and Peel do a really amazing <laughs> sketch where it's like Urkel has, Urkel has psychic powers. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Does he send people to the cornfield? He just forces everyone to do his, his bidding. <laughs> oh. And so uh, what's his name? The guy who's always a cop? Carl. Yeah, Carl. Carl, Carl Winslow. <laughs> that well-known actor. Reginald Vell Johnson. Reginald Vell Johnson, yes. <laughs> he was a cop in Ghostbusters and Die Hard and a million other things. And he, he was, was, he was <laughs> himself in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. On, on Always Sunny, he's a judge, which is appropriate. Staying in yeah, he graduated. Law, law and order theme. But it's him like complaining about how Urkel's taken over the show. And the producer's like, shh, stop. He'll know. <laughs> like, what do you mean he'll know? And then it's Jaleel just comes in and says, <laughs> just like makes the makes the producer guy kill himself. <laughs> it's pretty great. That's awesome. The show has always been about me. <laughs> me, Val. <laughs> so at the end, did he say, did I do that? Because that's the real question we need to know. I, I want to say yes, but that's too obvious. So maybe they didn't. But oh. I think he did. So like years ago when Tom and, and our friend Tom was on the show and then Ryan and I were uh, – we were running a Tumblr. And we still post occasionally where we do fake celebrity quotes to see what will catch on. It's called True Story. TrueStory.tumblr.com. No, a story is true.tumblr.com. One of the one of those we were most proud of, proud of that never quite took off was Jaleel White. Because he's like a smooth operator in real life. Right, and it was this picture of him yeah. just looking smooth, and the quote was something along the lines of, "Man, everybody's all about the goddamn Big Bang Theory. Fuck those nerds. Did they ever invent cool juice or a cloning chamber? <laughs> nope. Did I do that? You're goddamn right. The show's finally, finally coming to an end. Our long national nightmare is over. No, it isn't. No. Young Sheldon probably has another twelve seasons left in it. Yeah, which is the original, like the original monster is going away. Yeah, just a spawn. But it will live in syndication forever. Yeah, it will. Okay, speaking of monsters. See what I did there <laughs> accidentally? Yeah, thanks. thanks for that segue. I'm, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to New Orleans next week. Uh, my wife and I are going to go to New Orleans for the first time, and I'm going to tour fucking graveyards and go to voodoo stores and shit. Oh, Shantae. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna, bring me back a mummied hand or something. Yeah, and I'm, uh, I'll just, I'll bring you back like uh, fra- a signed picture of Gambit. How's that? <laughs> bring, me, bring me back a big old alligator full of shrimp. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how that works. So I wanted to do a Louisiana beast, and I went back and forth between the Rougarou and the one I ended up actually picking because I, I broke protocol. I, I asked Blake, what do you think I should do? And he pointed out the Rougarou like, isn't real. It's all folklore. And we both agree that, like, okay, this is all bullshit, but we like yeah. the ones that are at least claimed to be real better. Yeah. I do, too. The ones, like, uh, not the, you know, the hillbilly, not hillbilly, but the, what are those, the frontier ones, like Hoop yeah. Snake. Yeah. <laughs> Things and, of, that, of that ilk. And we've done a couple like that. Like, the Jersey Devil is that. Nobody's ever fucking seen the Jersey Devil except those two yeah. stupid pictures that were obviously, like, thrown toys. <laughs> But at least it's silly and ridiculous. This one, uh, this one is it's almost somewhere in between. So I am going to do this week the Honey Island Swamp Monster. Which I like the sound of. It sounds like a cereal creature. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Come like eat swampios. Like he kicks it. He hangs out with Boo Berry and, and Frank and Bear and those other monsters. And check out Chocula. 
Yeah, except <clears throat> except like he has. They just need to find his hideout. His marshmallows taste like Lafrog. <laughs> Honey Island hideout. <laughs> Honey Island hideout. Yeah. So his hideout is the Honey Island swamp. It's part of this complete breakfast. <laughs> so the Honey Island swamp is a small swamp, and it's named after the one time that somebody saw some bees in it like 200 years ago. Like, that's <laughs> that's a true statement. Like, somebody saw bees in it, and now it's the Honey Island Swamp, because there were bees on an island. And uh, it's... Sacred Bleu, bees! I have never <laughs> seen a bee before. I'm pretty sure they have a word for bees in French, but know, we'll, but we'll just know. let it go. Yeah, it's uh, Le Bé. Yeah, I think it's a bye. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, uh... The Honey Island Swamp is located in St. Tammany Parish in eastern Louisiana. And just a quick note, a parish is what you call a county when you're a weirdo who likes to live in a swamp. (laughs) And St. Tammany Parish has been home to such famous people as Arthur Chevrolet, who founded the car company Pontiac. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Good. We're on the same page. Uh, the rapper Juvenile and also was home to Lee Harvey Oswald while he was in elementary school. Yeah. Yeah. And he learned everything he needed to know. Yeah. And it's where Joe Dirt 2 was filmed. Oh, good. (laughs) Joe Dirt 2. The straight to Netflix classic sequel to a movie that I actually still kind of like. I still, I still Almost as good as the original. Yeah. So that's, that's (laughs) neat. Um, the Honey Island Swamp Monster is probably less famous than all of them. Uh, it's, Sort of a Bigfoot analog, and it's not the most famous Bigfoot equivalent, for sure, probably because the story is, it's not really the story of the beast, it's almost entirely the story of two swamp dudes. But I'm getting ahead of myself, I want to talk a little bit about the animal first before I talk about these two dudes. So, the Honey Island Swamp Monster has a couple of nicknames, one of them is the Louisiana Wookiee. (laughs) And... (laughs) That one goes back to the original settlers. <laughs> oh yeah, Wookie, I believe, is French. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all, yeah, it's it's, it's French yeah, it's for starship a, co-pilot. Wookie is just the French onomatopoeia for what it sounds like. <laughs> uh, and another nickname, and I found th- two or three different sources that said this, and I could not find an origin for it anywhere. Like Louisiana Wookie makes sense when you hear what it sounds like; it'll make sense. Tainted Kytra. K-E-I-T-R-E. Okay? Hmm. So I have no idea what a kytra is. I cannot find it anywhere. It doesn't translate from French. But Urban Dictionary has an entry for tainted kytra. (laughs) According to Urban Dictionary, one definition for tainted kytra, it means, quote, uh, well, not quote, but it means an N-word with a big dick. Okay, so how does that relate to the skateboard company? Because that's all I'm finding. Yeah, I found that too. I assume that if you skate on that skateboard, you have a big dick. That seems inconvenient for skateboarding. And or you are a swamp monster. (laughs) (laughs) I have no fucking idea. So so, uh, anyway, there's one other source also claimed the Honey Island Monster is sometimes equivalent to the Leitche, which is a creature from Louisiana folklore that is either the soul of an illegitimate, unbaptized infant or a human child raised by alligators. And either way, I'm pretty sure I, I killed one in The Witcher 3. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that just what Louisianans call Jews? <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Well, I'm looking at these pictures, and I'm not really getting unbaptized infants unless well, babies never, look very different. We've never seen one of those before. <laughs> yeah, they're not sure what an unbaptized infant looks like. <laughs> they just come out, and it's like a, a water slide, and you just put them right into the bowl? Yep. Yeah, like, you know, the, the, the parents don't even have a choice. Like, <laughs> You heard Tom Segura's joke about a wall? No. Yeah, we're going to build a wall. We should just put it around Louisiana. Who needs that shit? <laughs> yes. That's the worst place. So the the our monster here uh, with his big dick, because we love talking about Bigfoot's dick. That's right. We did a whole podcast about Basically it. Basically about Bigfoot's dick. Yes, it is true. Um it's so it's almost a typical Bigfoot. It's seven and a half feet tall. It's claimed to weigh between four and five hundred pounds. It has long, unkempt hair. This one's gray and not brown, but whatever. It has a sort of bayou flair, though, because it's also apparently part reptile. Oh, good. What, one of the yeah, origins. It's got like little mammal paws that yeah, are kind of yes. like little lizard toes. Yes, and and, and one well, of the origin stories. <laughs> the, the only origin story I could find, and I did find this on three or four different places, uh, it's the unholy swamp spawn of chimps who escaped from a crash circus train some point in the early 20th century, and then they and then boned what? some alligators. Yeah. See, you've yep. got gator in there. Yeah. <laughs> All you got to do. And if they were bonobos, that totally makes sense, right? Yeah. That would be a good challenge for some swamp some swamp characters talking to him about literally anything. <laughs> say if you say gator in any context whatsoever, we're gonna slap the shit out of you. <laughs> oh, then I don't have any stories, dude. <laughs> I got nothing, I'm sorry. One time I saw a book, but it, what was it about? Shit. I, I, I didn't open it up, though. Yeah, I'm not sure if it was a book. It may have actually been just a large Maybe. pile of leaves. Yeah. I'm not sure what a book looks like. I didn't look at it because I bet they would put just pie gators in it. <laughs> Dude, what did I That's just tell you? <laughs> oh, yeah, you said no gators. I'm sorry. Yeah. Say, well, I, I got nothing to say. <laughs> so, uh, it, reportedly, it has yellow reptilian eyes. It has webbed toes instead of the normal Bigfoot foot. And this is what's really, this is what really sets it apart because not only does it have like three webbed toes, not unlike an alligator. Just missing a toe. They have five. <laughs> Two toes. But, like, I, I checked some prints. To, I wanted to see, like, what is, it, could this one potentially be a fucked up alligator? And when you look at a gator print, you mostly see the, the front four. And this right. one pretty they clearly five, has though. three. So, eh, I, whatever. But what's really, <laughs> what's what's funny about it is I that. No gators. The, the, then, I'm, then this is the short episode. <laughs> the the prints that have been found are less than 10 inches long, okay? So no, normally Bigfoot prints are like 14 to 16 inches long and just really, really wide, like Shaquille O'Neal's feet. And so I want you to imagine this is a seven and a half foot tall creature that weighs 500 pounds. It's walking around in U.S. men's size seven and a half shoes. So it's dainty foot, not Bigfoot. Yes, like, that would be bad for your ankles even if you were not in a fucking swamp. So he's got petite feet. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's not Bigfoot. He's petite feet. <laughs> he is Monsieur Petit Pied. Oui, oui. Eat feminine step. Let me see. How do I... Wait, what did I just... 
Yeah, Google changed everything on what? my Google Mail. <laughs> what are you Confusing looking for? Me. I was going to look up Petite Feet that Tim and Eric did. <laughs> a whole song about it. <laughs> but then you probably can't hear it because... Yeah, it's on your computer, output. not mine. Never mind. Okay. So, also, you're just going to get porn if you look that up. I'm just letting you know. Even on YouTube, really? I'm sure. I don't yeah. know even what that is. What porn is? <laughs> no, foot stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what am I, Quentin Tarantino? Or Joss Whedon. Is he into feet? Well, I assume so after Serenity. There were oh, a, there were a lot of summer. loving shots of Summer Glau's walking around <laughs> in bare feet. He's just into Summer Glau feet. <laughs> no one else. Nobody else. It's like, the Thurman, gross. Sure. Those aren't the feet for me. <laughs> so maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe Quentin's just into, into Uma feet. No, because he's also into uh, Salma Hayek feet. He wrote himself a scene where she sticks his, her foot in his fucking mouth. Yeah. He's so, into feet. He's yeah. gross. And choking ladies. Yeah. Yeah. So he has a lot in common with the swamp monster then. Yeah. Uh, and the and the N-word. Maybe it's just Quentin Tarantino running around <laughs> the swamp. <laughs> putting ladies' feet in his mouth. Well, no lady has ever seen the the creature, though. There have only been a few, and as far as I can tell, they're all dudes. That's, you know, it's not a lot of a lot of women seeing cryptids. No, lo- it, it, weirdly, like it, it does seem to be mostly dudes. And yeah. and this, like I said before, is really the story of two of those dudes, Harlan Ford and Billy Mills. And I want you to think of them as the Roger Patterson and Bob Gimlin of the Tainted Kytra, or Kite Kite Kite, whatever. Down to the shitty eight millimeter film, like there is shitty eight millimeter film that they took of supposedly of this creature. And and the story starts in 1963 when uh, both Ford and Mills, who are both air traffic controllers and recreational pilots, they went out into the swamp to search for a shack that they had seen while flying over the swamp. Like, you know, like always a good activity. Yeah. We're gonna find one of them in the swamp. Usually surrounded by a bunch of gators, but wait a minute, hold on. You said not talk about that. So there was a shack. Uh, that's the story. <laughs> there was a shack and a large empty bottle of booze. We don't know how these things are connected. <laughs> so they didn't find the shack, but they did find the monster. And I'm going to quote Harlan Ford. And should I read it, or you want me to do that stupid accent we've been doing? Hmm. Uh... Just, just you should probably read it out loud, just well, I, like normally, okay. so people will understand what the hell you're saying. Okay, and then so Blake, pay close attention because I'll read it to you normally, and then you try to repeat a version of it back to me in swamp right. peak, swamp swamp speak. I'll okay. probably shorten it greatly. Oh yeah, yeah, entire totally. It was like nothing I'd ever seen before, ugly and sinister, and looking like something out of a horror movie. It swung around and looked at us for a moment, then tore off into the swamp. I want you to know it scared the heck out of me. Were they still in the plane or no, 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 no. They saw it in the, they saw the shack in the plane and then they oh, were in okay. the swamp on foot trying to find it for reals so they could go in it. So I said, Hey there, monster, how you get up by my airplane? And monster <laughs> says, boy, are you in the water? <laughs> I want to see the plane go into the water. <laughs> so yeah, that's how that went. Um, so Damn now, so, Oh, I'm scared. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so this happened in 1963, and then they decided to tell oh, people man, about they had it. Real hillbillies back then. They, they decided to tell people about it in 1974. 
Not these commercialized swamp people they have nowadays. They had real, real swamp, swamp people. people back then. So I'm sure that in the uh, interim of 11 years, nothing about their recall changed at all. Yeah. They didn't, you know, em- embellish anything about this. This yeah. was just total cold hard facts. Because yeah, you're just, I mean, you're just going to sit on the monster that you saw in the swamp for 11 years. That's a normal thing to do when you see something that scares the heck out of you. Well, they're right? from backwoods, Louisiana. They see scary stuff all the time. <laughs> They just thought it was not that difficult. Or that's so, but we also that, saw that a freedom rider scare the hell out of me. <laughs> then I saw. Oh, oh wait, you said no gators. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so it, it may be that they sat on it for eleven years because this, according to them, was the year of the second time that they encountered the monster. They, the both of them, were on a duck hunting trip into the swamp to fight to hunt swamp ducks. And they saw some boars with their throats ripped out. And accounts vary between one and three. uh, And they were surrounded by weird three-toed footprints. So uh, they decided the boars were too far away from water to have been killed by alligators. And then they were so scared they just took right off. And then later they went back to get cast of the footprints. It's not like Hmm. gators just stay in water all the time. They go on land. No, they do. No, they stay in water all the time. They're just total aquatic animals. Yeah, it's, they don't. It's, it's why do they have feet? Uh, it's as uh, evolution stupid. God sucks. You know, <laughs> just whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they never leave the water. The worst. The worst designs stick around for hundreds of millions of years. So. Mm-hmm. Completely yeah, sharks, unchanged. Yeah, sharks also fucking garbage. They're known for throat ripping as well. Yeah. So around this time, the show In Search of did an episode about. The Honey Island Swamp Monster. And I don't know about you guys, but I loved that show when I was watching it in reruns when I was a kid. Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. Fucking about Nimoy talking about stupid-ass shit. Totally, totally uh, scientifically verifiable stupid shit. Yep. Yeah. They're like, they're like so we're going to talk about ancient aliens. Who do we get to make this sound like it might be legit? Uh, Spock. Well, the new one has new Spock. I know. <laughs> <laughs> So oh, as, as far – so this this is uh, one of the few times anybody who was not Ford, Mills, or their families gave a shit about this monster. Because uh, there was a dude, uh, like a real Bayou Billy, named Ted Williams. And he uh, also claimed to have seen the monster. And as far as I can tell, it, it's, it happened on this episode of In Search Of. And I'm actually going to let you let him tell you in his own words what he saw. Because I found a, about a minute and 20 second clip of him talking about the swamp monster. Oh, if, Lord. if at any point you want me to pause because you have something to say, just let me know. So here's, here's Ted Williams and, and his... Recounting of the Honey Island Swamp Monster. First time I ever saw it, it was standing plumb still like a stump. An old trap line. I, I stopped after I realized it wasn't a stump. I knew it wasn't supposed to be there. And it run. When I stopped, it run. It was a dark, dark gray, about seven foot high. It jumped a bow. That's the first sight I ever saw. The next time I seen them, well, they swim in the river, two of them. And they, one of them was bigger than the other, and one of them was faster than the other, and they swim just like a human. They had long, them long, four-hand strokes. 
I tried to get one of them to look at, and then the other one run off and got out of the way, and the other one they would look at. And I could have shot it, but I wouldn't do it on account it wouldn't look at me. It too much like a human to me. Broad <laughs> shoulders. Yeah, that's, that's my favorite part, too, where he's like, I would have shot it, but it wouldn't look at me. <laughs> Is that supposed to be, like, some kind of, like, Bayou code? Like, we only shoot things that can look at us. You know, yeah. shooting a monster in the back. I want to I wanna see the monster in the eye before I kill it. That's just an honorable thing to do. <laughs> I love how his first instinct was, it was a stump. No, wait, it was big. I'm like, <laughs> seven feet tall isn't a fucking stump, dude. It was a big a tree. <laughs> it was just part, it was just the, the lower part of the tree. I love I love how our our swamp voices sound nothing like him. They they sound like the water boy. That's our like cultural uh, phenomenon of what Louisiana is. Yeah, and yeah, we really can't do the old guy thing. It's either that or or the raging Cajun from from the X Men cartoon. Share. <laughs> Hang on, let me let me think about it for a minute. Maybe I can do it. Okay. Now what I what I seen over there was a stump. And then I did it. Then the stump, it move around. And I think, hey, that's a monster. <laughs> you got it. So, okay, here's a little, a little more. Finish it out. Arms hang down below his knees. Hands looked almost like him. Well, I don't like to talk about it because people don't, don't believe what you say, what you've seen. And I don't like to be called a liar. Nobody did. So, yeah, this was... Uh, Audio was from In Search Of. Yeah, okay, there are credits to this. Yeah, okay, so it was from In Search Of. Uh, and then, uh, basically, we have this Johnny-come-lately who's all like, yeah, I saw it too, but I know what? I saw two of them. Excuse me, I seen it. Seen? You're right, I seen it. I seen it too. I saw two of them. They was swimming. Monsters are, are seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the monsters seen. have a different past participle. Yeah, you conjugate things differently when cryptids are involved. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, now, there were two different sources who, who feel it's important to mention this. Uh, shortly after the In Search of episode, Ted Williams went off into the swamp to go a trout fishing, and he was never seen again. Oh. And that is somehow both convenient and irrelevant. Well, if you saw a fucking seven foot tall, tiny foot monster, why the hell would you go back to the swamp and go, you know what? I thought I saw some really good trout right here. I'm going to go ahead and set up. Uh, I mean, the other guys went back too. Maybe, a, yeah. maybe a stump got him. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a monster, but it turned out it was just well, a stump. Um, <laughs> and then I died. I went over there thinking it was a stump or no shit. <laughs> I saw that monster again and I went over to check it out, but then it was a stump and it killed me. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, sir. That is not enough to get you through the pearly gates into heaven. I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to take the down escalator. Stump monsters. Woof. <laughs> what a dum dum. So well, maybe he just uh, was killed in a fan boat wreck. <laughs> See, you mock stump monsters, but there was legitimately a movie, like, back in the 60s, where the villain was a huge, like, tree stump that was evil. That's even worse than Deathbed, the bed that eats people. <laughs> oh, I just looked at that on, on whatever streaming service that was on and almost watched it. It's, it's worth a watch, especially if you have someone else with you, in the room with you. Like, I wouldn't watch it alone, but it's fucking funny. Because you'd be scared? No, because it's, it's... Or like, turned on? <laughs> 
Look, I don't know. Just like he doesn't know about foot stuff, I don't know about carnivorous bed stuff. Okay. Yeah, not into it. That's weird. just weird. Weird. Yeah. I did try to watch. Well, I watched the '95 Showtime remake of Piranha last night, cool. which was hilarious. It not only reuses a ton of footage from the original good Piranha, but <laughs> like the stupid zombie show I work on is better made than this Showtime movie. Yeah, but I feel like people on your zombie show have fun with it. Oh man, there's the this woman veers, you know, wrecks her car veering out of the sea because there's a deer in the road. It's a ceramic yard deer. <laughs> like it's not even remotely oh, man. remotely resembles a real deer. And they sh- you get a pretty clear shot of oh well, that's a obviously a yard deer <laughs> veer crash explode. It's then- well, to be fair, if I saw a yard deer in the middle of the road suddenly, I would also veer. I would be pe- perplexed as to how it got there. It's you buddies. Your, it's buddies. The plastic flamingos get a severe concussion from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that seems legit. Oh, it was fun, and just the. The gore effects were great because it was just, yeah, this guy just got his leg chewed on by Piranha for five minutes, but there's no real damage. It's just bloody. <laughs> his, his, I bet his, like, pants were all ripped up, though. Yes, the pants were ripped. Totally. And the flesh underneath was quite intact, just covered in gunk. Mm-hmm. So, um... And back, then, wait, and then what? afterward, because no one hit the button fast enough, it auto-played Piranaconda. <laughs> <laughs> And wow, that was like they didn't even bother to color the ends of the airsoft guns. <laughs> <laughs> they're just they're just running around with blaze orange tips, shooting yeah, yeah. at piranacondas. So, like, okay, our monster. Uh, nobody has claimed to see the Honey Island Swamp Monster since 1974. Pretty much. Okay, so t- totally legit. Then. Yeah, so, and and everybody who did then, I believe, is dead. But Harlan Ford, who got he's got all these footprints, and I'll eventually send you guys a picture uh, where Harlan Ford he unfortunately in the seventies looks way too much like you, Blake. <laughs> like Which, seriously, like if he guy? if you grew a mustache but kept is your that stubble, the guy we listened to. No, that was that was Ted Williams. Harlan Ford was the original. He yeah, was the guy. He was the one with the shack. <laughs> Him and his buddy trying to find a shack. So Harlan he, Ford. Oh, and the Swamp Monster immediately. Up. Yeah, Harlan. He he went to he passed the torch to his granddaughter Dana Holyfield, and she. Are you made, looking at the the photo of him holding the prince? Doesn't he look just a little bit too much like you? <laughs> Maybe a little yeah. bit with the hat. Yeah, he looked the if first thing I thought was the hat. Like, it looks kind of like me dressed as Quint. Yeah, it does. So, uh, so, so yeah, his okay. his granddaughter made a documentary about the swamp monster in 2005, and then she revised it in 2015. It's called Encounters with the Honey Island Swamp Monster, uh, and it used to be available on Amazon Prime, and sadly, it no longer is. And there's, I'm not going to pay two dollars to rent this, um, because let me let me read to you some of the one star reviews. <laughs> Like, I, I didn't mind spending 17 minutes on my lunch break to watch the Pope Lick monster movie. This was an hour and change long. <laughs> and I wouldn't have had time to watch it anyway. And I probably will not at any point watch it. <laughs> let, me get, let me get up the one stars. Hold on. Amazon's loading. I just bought a monster movie on Amazon today because it's impossible to find streaming. What is it? 
It's called Dark Age about a crocodile. It's pretty uh, good. But not an alligator. No, crocodile because they're in Australia. So uh, let's see. Not worth the time or rental fee. Very, very bad. The best thing about this movie, at least it was only 66 minutes. Oh, that's uh, it? Uh, could, even, could even make 90, huh? If you have, well, there's only three dudes. I mean, you yeah. know, you talk to each of them for 20 minutes. What are you going to do with the rest of your time? And one of them got killed by a stump in the 70s. I know. <laughs> if, uh, yeah, he could have wrecked his fan boat. There could have been a moonshine <laughs> explosion. All sorts of things. to swamp gas. Choked on a beignet. Mm-hmm. Other swamp people ate him. I don't know. <laughs> here's here's a good one. Old catfish just got up in there. He went trout fishing and he got trout fished. <laughs> Try to got, catch it with his hands. It just ate his whole arm. He got trapped in Spanish moss. <laughs> and of course, vampires. I think you guys oh, are yeah. overlooking the the largest menace in the swamp: vampires. Oh, that's yeah. weird. That Spanish moss immediately made. I also thought of True Blood. <laughs> like immediately when I thought of Spanish boss. <laughs> oh, yeah, that the, shitty vampire show was set in Louisiana. <laughs> I, I thought of Kudzu because I thought of invasive species. <laughs> oh, Kudzu. He got grown over by Kudzu in the South. Okay, so here's, here's apparently the quality of this documentary. If you have an older gentleman telling a story that happened in the early 60s, how about asking the people sitting on the sofa behind him to move, at least till the interview is over, <laughs> and they're not even standing still. They're busy talking and feeding something. I couldn't tell if it was a baby or a puppy. And the phone starts <laughs> ringing, and they don't pick it up till after a few rings. Meanwhile, we can barely hear the man telling a story because the sound is so bad to begin with. So, yeah, I'm not going to pay $2 for this. I think that sounds like $2 worth of entertainment just to be able to freeze frame it and go, is that a dog or a person? Okay, so there's, you, a, there's a greater mystery here. You, 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 next <laughs> time, next time you visit Denise, we will pay $2 and we will rent Encounters with the Honey Island Swamp Monster. Because it, uh, it does apparently uh, contain some 8-millimeter eight, uh, eight video, uh, not video, uh, film, like I said, of the Honey Island Swamp Monster. That dude took in the seventies and then just was found among his effects after he died. Oh. Okay, and he wasn't, must not have been pleased with the quality of the hoax. Yeah. So, and his his granddaughter even apparently is confused as to why he would never show anybody this. So I am going to I'm going to send you guys here in the chat window a freeze frame. From the section that claims to show the beast. Where's the one? That looks like a blur and a tree. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now, to be fair, I did find just a snippet of the video on YouTube. And it's, it is a thing walking. Like, that shot looks just like a blur and a tree. But there is a thing walking there. And it, it just looks like the fucking Patterson film. Like, it looks like they were like, oh, I saw what all you, those guys did out in, uh, out in Oregon. We're going to do it, too. And then there's, like, a bunch of other weird-looking, like, just, like, video of dudes sitting around a camp whatever so yeah he just took the video and never showed anybody because that's something you do when you're when you're proud of it um and she also claims on her website this is his granddaughter again that she's interviewed 13 other people who saw the swamp monster none of whom who apparently had anything to say between 1974 and 2005 
Yep, that's likely. Yeah. She has written multiple books about the monster, gone on TV shows to talk about it, generally completely dedicated her life to this thing that her granddad claimed to have seen once, and then he saw some dead boars 11 years later. So bully for her. There is one woman who's into cryptids. Yeah, her. And the, there, is, there are some claims by a cryptozoologist named M.K. Davis that this is a hoax because he claims to have found the, the footprint shoe that was used to make the prints in the first place. But this guy is apparently like a problem even among cryptozoologist circles. Uh, and, and the first place I found reference to him, somebody said something along the lines of, uh, but uh, Lauren Coleman, founder of Cryptomundo, dismissed him uh, uh, basically out of hand because of some previous things he has said about the Patterson film and how it implied a massacre. So then naturally I had to figure out what the what? fuck uh-huh. this was. And <laughs> after some digging... So, so this dude M.K. Davis claims that the the it's not. First of all, he claimed that it was not a Sasquatch in the Patterson film. It was uh, what he called just uh, just a digger Indian. What? What? Yeah. So what does that he, mean? He was saying that it was. There's a lost tribe of Indians out there in the woods, which is just so much more likely than big feats. Um, <laughs> And it was just an Indian, it was just an Indian squaw who was just walking through the woods. Uh, and also, apparently, yeah. Digger Indian does not rhyme with the N-word by coincidence. Uh-huh. And, and, and so he just used that, and it was just, just a lost Indian. And I've seen that video a zillion times. I don't think it's a Sasquatch, but it is not a fucking lady <laughs> in clothing. No, it is that that's not what it is. And does, does he not know what a Native American looks like? Because they're not like hairy squash beasts. Do they? I, mm. He's never been out on the res. He just assumes that's what they look like. <laughs> now, the Native people, they use every part of the monkey suit <laughs> when, they, when they get one. Yes, they waste nothing. They don't waste any part of a squatch suit. They don't even waste the zipper. They even use the zipper. <laughs> he, he, uh, so then he changed the story, I guess, because he went on to claim that he found some previously undiscovered sections of the Patterson Gimlin film that proved that before they took the video, or the video, before they took the famous footage, they actually massacred eight big feet and that you can see two Sasquatch corpses in an open grave. And that afterwards they hunted down and killed the one that they caught on film and skinned it and kept its skin. That's quite the claim. And we've just never found it. Yeah. Fucking Bob Gimlin (laughs) is still touring. He was at horror hound and Indy this fucking year. And if I was him and I had a Bigfoot skin, I would not be relying on this four pixel by three pixel film, like for the truth of my story. No, like what? You'd the be fuck? busting out the skeleton. You'd be like, "Here, take a picture yeah. with the Bigfoot skin. Yeah. Here you go." You would have been like, "Yeah, I I know it exists because not only did I take this video, we fucking killed nine of them, <laughs> and here they are, <laughs> and they taste like chicken. Get fucked." Yeah. Um, I want to. I want to make this short now, that, <laughs> where it's just Patterson and Gimlin just bloodthirstily murdering <laughs> Sasquatches in the woods, and then like chasing one for sport to get. Let's get some film of this one. 
literally like firing in the air as it tries to escape. Hey, Roger, what should we show everybody to prove that we actually know the Bigfoot exists? How about just this movie? Like, yeah, the movie. Well, should we tell them about all the ones we murdered? Maybe not. <laughs> but that would really prove that they exist because we got the bones and everything. Yeah, we got one of the babies that we just put in a wine barrel <laughs> and preserved it alive. It's still here. Mellified Bigfoot. It's we a delicacy. It. We drowned one in that cask for I, later. Yeah, like I fucked it three or four times. <laughs> but we but we can't show that to them. That would be ridiculous. That'll just bum that'll just bum people out. So so yeah, the guy who's claiming it's a hoax is uh is for a number of reasons not the most trustworthy person. But at the same time, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna quote from an article I found by uh noted he doesn't like the word debunker, but he totally is. Uh Joe Nickel, paranormal investigator. He says uh Damn it, where's the one I want? This monster's bullshit, yeah. Oh, so so okay, he says he says that noted expert, nah. Yeah. Thank noted, you. Noted expert. Yeah, this is nah. fucking garbage. So um he said there was another similar creature that was sighted and uh, hair was claimed uh, to have been gathered in two th- the year two thousand, and it proved to be from a horse. Uh, and report. This is where the quote starts. Reportedly, Harlan Ford believed the swamp monsters were probably on the verge of extinction. Uh, certainly, he did much to further their cause. It seems likely that as long as there are suitably remote habitats and other essentials, such as campfires around which to tell tales and good old boys looking for the fifteen minutes of fame, the legendary creatures will continue to proliferate. So. His point of view is basically like this fits the schema of so many like what he called manimal folk tales, <laughs> and and it like and it doesn't make any sense for this kind of creature to live in that type of area. It's basically just a bigfoot that somebody went, oh, we need a bigfoot down here. So, oh, what was the first band called Manimal? <laughs> <laughs> what about the TV show Manimal? That you didn't think of that? That lasted for like four episodes in what the nineties. Manimal Folktale is a pretty sweet name for it. It really is. We are Manimal Folktale. Did we just loop right back around in 90s TV shows? What the fuck? Yeah. That happens a lot in this show. One time we talked for like 20 minutes about the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> well, how can you not? I mean, that's a minimum 15-minute conversation regardless. Yeah, I know. I feel like that probably had to have been the uh, the Beast of Busco episode, wasn't it? God, I, I don't it remember. Mostly about Krang, if I remember correctly. yeah. I don't think it was the mostly Beast of Krang. What about Krang? It was mostly about Krang, right? And his big pink thing he rides around in? <laughs> yeah, his big robotic dildo. <laughs> Shredder, build me a sex toy! Yes, make it featureless and boring and pink fleshy. <laughs> I want people fleshy. to have to address my dick when they talk to me. <laughs> make it look like I sound. <laughs> I want to be like Master Blaster, but Blaster looks like a penis. <laughs> and I ride around on the inside. But then sometimes it grows really big. You get the symbolism? Did it? it and, sometimes get big, like yeah, yeah. Uh, like Power Rangers style? Yeah, it grew really huge in like the very first story arc of the entire show. Did they explain how it did that, or did it just have Dimension X magic? Dude, I was like five. I don't remember. 
And then they would be like, "So you remember how you used to grow really huge? Why don't you do that anymore?" Well, when when a when a space brain squid gets old, you see. <laughs> so I'm gonna jump to my real animal because we're almost at 45 minutes, and I think it's been 45 good minutes mostly. But wow, 40, you know, yeah, it's, been it's, it's been a long episode. So my real animal is the nutria. Yeah, I bet you thought I was gonna go for a gator. <laughs> but y'all said no gators and I am pre-anticipated that so I did my own so the nutria also known as the koipu or the swamp rat myocaster koipus is a really big fuck off rodent who actually is a threat to the Louisiana wetlands mm-hmm. uh, they grow average 10 to 15 pounds but they can get up to 30 and they're freaky looking because they have bright orange incisors. They have like big fuck off beaver teeth, but they're like day glow orange. And I could not find an explanation for why. Uh, but probably to do with what they eat, if I had to guess. But none of the rest of their teeth are. It's just... I can't find any other teeth, just the big, huge ones in the front. So um, they also have webbed back feet, which I thought was n- neat because the, the uh, fucking monster... Has webbed feet too, three webbed toes. But uh, so, so the koipu, or the nutria, is an invasive species, and it was originally farmed, I assume, for pelts, because um, it it actually went extinct in its in uh, the local areas it's indigenous to because of land development. So they were farming it, and the farms were all largely unsuccessful, uh, partially because the fucking animals kept escaping. <laughs> And now they're just like outbreeding a bunch uh, because they they have a four month gestational period with litters up to five babies. Uh, yeah, uh, and and what sucks about them is that they are destabilizing wetlands in all across Louisiana that are already at risk during hurricane season because they basically go in and they eat all the vegetation out of a wetland so it just becomes open water. Uh-huh. And and hunting can only keep track, like keep the population down so much. They tried like putting fertilizer into the areas that it was eating down, and then just more showed up to eat the more plants, and that didn't help. Uh-huh. Uh, so if you go to Louisiana and you kill some nutria and bring their tails to I don't know a ranger station or whatever, uh, they will pay you cash money. It's like the stonefish in in, in uh, southern Florida, or not the stonefish, the uh, lionfish. Remember Dave Attell's show where he would do nightlife around the country? Yeah. That, Insomniac. Yeah, when Insomniac, I would stay up way yeah. too late and there was nothing else to watch, so I'd watch Dave Attell get drunk and ride around in a street cleaner at 3 in the morning. Yeah, when he was when he was in New Orleans, he went around with a, a, I don't know, like fish and wildlife guy who was just shooting them in town with a suppressed twenty two. Nice. So he's just going around at night just zapping these things and filling up the back of the truck with them. This is my job. Uh, I just kill the swamp rats. I shoot the, <laughs> I shoot the swamp rats, yep. Now, one time I thought I saw one, but it was a stump. <laughs> Damn, they killed I shot me. it. <laughs> just in case. Another fun nutria fact is if you Google image search it, you can find one eating a bagel, and it is goddamn adorable. What? They're yeah, in, they're in scroll down. They're in Europe as well. Yeah. Well, this one is in Sacramento. I guess it decided to stop for a bagel before it deforested the population. <laughs> There's not a lot of native wetlands in San Diego. I think it's fine. <laughs> hey, so, uh, you know, before we head over to Louisiana and just completely fuck with shit, what say uh, you want to stop at Panera? <laughs> oh, here's one eating a, uh, it looks like a, a burrito. 
Did you just Google <laughs> Nutria eating? No, just Nutria. Yeah, you I just Google Nutria. Scroll until they're eating. There's one trying to outdo pizza bro. rat. <laughs> It, it large pizza. bagel rat. Nutria is just a bougie pizza rat. That's confirmed. Yeah. Pizza Nutria images. Come on, <laughs> Google. Don't let me down. Well, there's an otter eating pizza. Holy crap, the babies are cute as fuck. Well, there's a Nutria eating something that looks like pizza. So good job, Google image. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like Ninja Turtles. So I want I want us to ride out on... Uh, one of our favorite sound effects. Oh! <laughs> which animal sound was that? The bunyip. Which... That was the bunyip sound. <laughs> yeah, bunyip from last episode. So I need to figure out a way to naturally, naturalistically work that into the show all the time. Just <laughs> randomly play it. Just, <laughs> Just when, 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 yeah, when anyone else is trying to talk. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Blake's oh, like, so this. mine this week is a sea monster, and it just. Oh! <laughs> 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 Last time I heard that sound, I was on campus getting a drink. <laughs> All right, so uh, I guess yeah, she she lives in Muncie, home of Ball State University, home of all of the drunk college kids, home home of. Jim Davis went to college there. Garfield? Yeah. And Dave Letterman? No, and Garfield. Garfield actually went to college here. Yeah. I mean, He's very uh, well-known for that. Yeah, I mean, he is like 40 fucking years old, so. Well, he should have taken the nutrition class. You can't eat that much lasagna. <laughs> Cats shouldn't eat lasagna anyway. It's full of fucking garlic. Well, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> Talking shit about Garfield. Garfield. Yeah, look. They'll know, throw me out of Muncie for that. I, I I am no huge fan of Garfield, but really Heathcliff is worse, and no one ever talks shit about Heathcliff because Heathcliff is like Garfield met the family circus. <laughs> he does have amazing skills, though. He can eat a fish and leave all the bones intact. So I mean, yeah, yeah, but Garfield yeah. can eat garlic and not die. <laughs> Garfield can also eat every. Yeah, never mind. Fuck Garfield. Yeah. All right, <laughs> I'm just gonna play this. So, oh, I forgot our, our outro that I sometimes forget. <laughs> All right, everybody, thanks for listening to the Hidden Zoo. Be excellent to each other, and Blake, party on, um, Don. <laughs> he almost said it. Yeah, he almost got it. All right, cool. So, yeah, everybody, thanks for listening, and, um, you know, do all the stuff that every podcast asks you to do in regards to liking, subscribing, and sharing so we get more listeners and, um, I don't know, money. I mean, because we, we can't be killing Nutria all the time to make sweet podcast dollars. Uh, yeah, we are at the Hidden Zoo on Twitter, Hidden Zoo on Facebook, and you can email us at hiddenzoo69 at gmail.com. Thanks a lot, everybody. Bye. Later. Later.